0: What's up, everybody? This is Roach, and Welcome to Massage Marketing Secrets. And as always, I'm here to give you some insights on some of the mistakes that I've made um, to help you to devise, create and to evolve your marketing campaign, be they small, large or somewhere in the middle. And so today is no exception. So um, a couple of days ago, I was uh, listening to a speech uh, to a speaker and it's a, it's a house of worship. Um, that my family plugs into, um, it's 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 really a routine that I love to go to because it is always insightful. It's timely, um, if you will. It's even spiritual. Um, and I know a lot of folks kind of get into different things, and and I totally get that. I'm not here to cause judgment or to be judged too harshly on that fact. But one of the messages that I that I was listening to, and by the way. I always recommend that you go to a house of worship, even if you're an atheist, even if you don't believe in any of the hullabaloo or whatever they're speaking or whatever books they come from or whatever references. I always say go to a house of worship. And this is why I'll get to my point is that you never know where wisdom comes from. I have found wisdom in a three year old and I have found wisdom in a ninety nine year old and and I've found houses in people who are atheists who are people religious. I have learned wisdom from lesbians, from gay, from transsexuals, from just different walks of life. I've learned from folks who are my enemies, as well as from my friends. Wisdom comes and wisdom comes. Don't discriminate and say just because it comes from a particular source, it's not wisdom. There's always something of value if you listen. And that's the key component. So the message that I was listening for was, Um, something that has been going on in my life and it's, it's, it's sort of one of those challenging times when things don't exactly go the way you want to. And specifically when your marketing just goes crazy. And I said in the last couple of podcasts about what happened when our website, which was on WordPress, got attacked, um, by some pretty aggressive, pretty aggressive, um, viruses and they they just did havoc everything from a facebook uh, reputation to a instagram reputation you know we had clients going to porn sites i mean it was like oh my god it's like the worst 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 nightmare and you don't really realize how vulnerable you really are with regards to your website so case in point take protection you know Do whatever you have to do to protect your reputation. It's in that website, that funnel, however your public touches you. That reputation oftentimes is way more valuable than you might even think. They're more valuable than your massage table because a massage table you can buy again, okay? Think about it. If you break your massage table, maybe you have a, a very large individual. Maybe you were doing some Thai massage on your table and you broke it. You can always replace that. Your reputation on the other side is very hard to replace and it takes a lot of work to build it back up. So we're in a process. We're in that humility phase of learning this stuff. And it was something in the message which was humility appears in the dry season and i kept just pondering like what the heck is this dude talking about humility comes in a dry season i'm like hold on i'm in north carolina it's it's raining cats and dogs what are you talking about and then i i realized it was a metaphor and it was about business and marketing and i i a lot of things i do i take it from where it came from and put it into a marketing space because i believe that many messages are marketing assets so when you're designing a marketing campaign and let's say you hit a bump in the road or maybe you hit a catastrophic event or whatever, what are the core things that you can do that you've been doing for years that now that you're successful, now that you have a reputation, not everybody think you walk on water? What are the things that you do when you're in the dry season? Because Everyone hits a dry season. It will never be fully abundant all the time. There's always a learning season, and that's when the humility comes in. Humility comes in a dry season because it's preparing you for a time of abundance. But before you're given all this stuff, all this, you know, free press, if you will, if you're going to be on covers of magazines or you're going to be interviewed, you have to get a story. Okay. you have to get a story and the story only appears in the dry season because the story is what resonates with the other person. Have you had a dry season? If you haven't had a dry season yet in your life, prepare for it. It could be anything. Someone wrote something about you in some publication. Maybe a staff member decided to get a little too freaky with well, one of your clients or patients. It happens. You have to prepare for it. Maybe your insurance, maybe your, your laws in your state have changed. Maybe there's, you know, a, a, an acute not acupuncture, but a chiropractor, or physician who made it their personal mission to destroy a massage therapist. There are some out there. They don't like us. Because we're challenging them in their profession. They make it their mission to destroy it. I've had chiropractors and physical therapists who they didn't know that I knew were actively campaigning against the integrity of massage therapists. Yes, it's a competitive. It's a competitive fight, but you prepare for the dry season because here's the thing. People like that you're successful people like that you're a great teacher people like that you make a lot of money in your profession people like that you're an inventor of a new technique people like that you solve their problems but people love when they can relate to you and that when people can relate to you that's your dry season that's the story you tell Others so that they can be inspired if they're going through their dry season, because dry seasons need inspiration. You need to know somebody else made it through it, because in marketing, you're going to have it. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people who was just counting on Google many years ago, and they put all kinds of Google AdWords, and, and the MP, there were folks who were spending thousands of, dollars, thousands of dollars per day in Google, and Google changed the rules on everybody, and people went to the dumps. There are people who had to declare bankruptcy, people I know who are friends of mine who had to declare bankruptcy because they put all their stuff in Google. Now, right now, massage field, if I ask the massage therapist right now, other than referrals... How do you get clients? Most massage therapists, is not everybody, most massage therapists I find and I do surveys all the time. Tell me not that they got their clients from, say, the phone book, because that's non-existent. Or maybe they did some print advertising because most massage therapists, believe it or not, I'm telling you, even locally, do not advertise in print. Most massage therapists advertise on two places and you know where they are. One is Facebook and one is Instagram. Now, the trick is that Instagram is owned by Facebook. Now, what happens if that big gorilla decides to change the rules on you? And guess what? If you don't know it, Facebook is changing the rules on you now. They are making it harder and harder and harder for you to advertise. As a matter of fact, I just did a campaign and tried to test it out. It was an a- an advertisement about Um, Making you look youthful and more younger using nutrition and acupuncture and massage. And Facebook slammed me down and said that my advertisement made people feel uncomfortable. And I thought to myself, isn't that the point of advertising is to highlight what people are uncomfortable with so that they can make an improvement? Well, I can do that in print advertisement. I can do that in Google. But Facebook. Facebook has some rules that they're changing on you, that if you do anything that makes people feel uncomfortable, and it doesn't matter if you're talking about weight loss, for example, and you say, hey, you want to look better for the spring or something like that, you know, you want to get rid of a few pounds. Just that story will make someone else feel weird and uncomfortable because they got extra pounds. Hey, I got a couple extra pounds. I don't feel exactly like, you know, I am the best shape, but... If I was to advertise it that way, then Facebook as well as Instagram would shut me down. So humility comes in the dry season. What preparations are you utilizing in your marketing to prepare for the dry season? One of the most effective ways to prepare for the dry season is it doesn't matter if you have one client or you have a 100 Or even ten thousand clients is to build a relationship closer to your clients. Now, I'm not talking about intimacy and all that stuff. I'm talking about have events that market directly to them. Have events that have nothing to do with you buying or them buying or, or anything from your office or from your clinic. Informational sessions, spring parties. Summer parties, winter parties. I don't give a flip parties. We're having uh, we're joining a group of people. We're going to go on a fitness run. Okay. we're going to go on a 5K. Find a 5K in your area and invite your clients. Yes. Invite them to be part of your team. If you're a veteran, invite veterans to be a part of your team in events. Maybe you want to go build a house for Habitat. Amazing If you can get your clients to help you build a house for Habitat, you get it? Events, interaction, building relationship is the insulator for your dry season in marketing. You have to build it now, no matter if you're abundant or you're in a dry season, because you're going to have another one, too. And then as you go through it and as you rebuild and, or as you, as you go through crap, be prepared to tell your story to other massage therapists. Be prepared to share your adventure, good and really, really crappy with other clients. Because when someone asked me the first time, when somebody asked me, when we decided that we're going to incorporate acupuncture into our wellness center, someone asked me, so what is acupuncture like? What is what is acupuncture? And at the time, I didn't have a really good clinical answer. Now I have a clinical answer. To be perfectly honest, a clinical answer really sucks because it it really confuses anybody anyway. But what I said was here is where the story gets in. I said, I don't really know all that acupuncture does, but my mom, who is skilled in health and wellness advised me when I was having a really really back pain and I couldn't find a massage therapist who had any time schedule so I called a local uh, acupuncture, who happened to be a dear friend of mine and asked him if he has any schedule. He scheduled me he, as an emergency. He normally doesn't do it as a matter of fact he's totally booked for the next who knows how long and I went to his office. He worked on it. It took two treatments and my back pain was non-existent. That was my dry season and the client says, sign me up for acupuncture. But I would have never had that story. I could have gave a clinical answer and it really wouldn't it wouldn't touch that person's heart. You have to be humility is developed in the dry season. Your story of success and triumph only comes after a really sucky time. Something was a problem. So, in marketing, in closing, prepare for your dry season. If it means you got to market with less money, because you, just to say you have a budget of $5,000 a month, maybe you do, maybe you have a budget of only $50 a month, or maybe you have a budget of, you know, say $500 a month, it doesn't really matter. You want to have a plan in place that what happens When things go a little awry. And here's a cautionary tale. In the worst of times, when things really and everybody else is backing off, you need to move forward because markets are conquered in the dry season. The reason why Coca-Cola is the number one cola product in North America is because during basically the depression and during world war II and prior to world war II, Coca-Cola was advertising Pepsi and RC Cola. By the way, RC Cola was the number 1 cola back then. was not they started backing off because they figured nobody would be buying Cokes. Well, Coca-Cola who was the third string, they were the number 3 cola producer in North America bumped up their advertising. So, save Prepare, have your war chest ready so that when the economy flips, because it's going to flip, it always happens. And there's a lot of people spending money that they shouldn't have in the housing market, which is supported, supports our industry. Have that war chest ready, because when it happens, a lot of our our brothers and sisters and massage therapy are going to go under because they're not prepared. Have, you know, ten thousand, fifty thousand, whatever it takes to keep your business ready So that when that dry season comes out, you can come out in style and you can advertise because no one else is advertising during that time. This is Neocard Roach reminding you to do honorable things. Be amazing. Be the best massage therapist out there. But more importantly, be the best marketer, honorable, and be able to take the market by storm. If you need more information, ideas, and inspiration, pop on over to nikeroach.com. I share a lot of free stuff and you're welcome to participate in some of the stuff that may cost you a little bit, but I guarantee you it will solve many of your problems that you have in marketing. See you next time. Bye for now.